Welcome to The Reality Revolution. I'm your host, Brian Scott. We're returning to Anthony Norvell today in the amazing book Norvell's Dynamic Mental Laws for Successful Living. Today, the focus is on how to control your destiny through mind power. And in it, we will discuss the five realms of control and how to exercise your power of will. All of this is very important in the process of reality creation. Norvell always does an amazingly entertaining job of summarizing metaphysical principles in a powerful and inspiring way. He was an amazing new thought teacher who taught about the law of attraction and taught lessons at Carnegie Hall and was popular among celebrities and was very famous at the time as a metaphysical teacher. He is quite different than other teachers we have on the channel like Joseph Murphy or Neville Goddard. He has his own unique style and I love to read his words, how to control your destiny through mind power. Man has it within his power to control his destiny to a great extent. He may shape and select the events of his life in about 90% of the cases and predetermine what his future shall be. The instrument through which he does this is the power of his mind. There are actually five mental agents which you may use to control your destiny. But first, before we study these thoroughly, let us define what we mean by the word destiny. The dictionary defines destiny as the inevitable succession of events, one's fortune or fate. You may not be able to choose your parents or the shape and size of your body, the color of your hair or eyes, but these are not destiny. No matter with what limitations you were born, you can do something with your mind to determine the inevitable succession of events and thus shape your fortune or fate. What a startling change man went through from the Stone Age to the Atomic Age. In the Stone Age, he used brute force. His mind was unevolved, and there was only one law, the law of the jungle. Man was subjected to all the destructive forces of nature, including the ferocity of wild animals, and it was all he could do to survive and avoid extinction. This phase of man's evolvement is scientifically proven by science, and it represents man at the lowest point in his long evolutionary climb from the primordial ooze to the glorious space age which he now enjoys. Ingenuity simply means cleverness or originality. When man started to develop his mind, he began to form weapons from stone and metal, and with these he was able to till the soil, hunt for food, and protect himself. With the coming of the metal age, man was able to leave his lowly caves and build homes in trees and on land, to make bows and arrows, to harness fire, to discover the wheel, and to utilize nature's forces to help him in his struggle for survival. This was the beginning of his amazing mental evolution. Then came the machine age in which man learned how to use his higher mind. He was able to harness electricity to make machines that did his work for him. And he had more leisure in which to develop the arts and sciences to write books, to evolve systems of philosophy, and to explore the universe in which he lived. From the dawning of the atomic age, man learned how to truly harness the secret power back of all creation and he dared 
grow wings of the imagination and explore outer space and aim at the very stars in the heavens. Truly, this is man's most audacious achievement. With the awakening of his true, higher spiritual self, man is on the way to conquering his animalism entirely and overcoming war and starvation in the world. For the first time, he possesses the mental and spiritual power to achieve the worldwide goal of peace and prosperity for all humanity. How your mind determines how far you will go. You are a product of this, the most illumined age in history. Man's mind has achieved everything you see in the world of miracles about you. Your own mind determines how far you will personally go in the achievement of your own destiny. There is no doubt, but you can soar as high as you dare envision. You and you alone can set limits on the type of destiny you shall achieve. The sky's the limit so far as the power of your mind is concerned. Emerson said of this mental power, the key to every man is his thought. Sturdy and defying though he look, he has a helm which he obeys, which is the idea after which all his facts are classified. He can only be reformed by showing him a new idea which commands his own. Your mind is the helm which steers your ship of destiny, either into the harbor of self-realization and fulfillment or onto the hidden shoals of life. You have it within your power to choose the persons, the events, the work, the income, the friends, the mate you shall marry, and the type of home you shall live in. All these things may be predetermined by you if you have the wisdom to act in a positive and constructive manner. It is the mind that maketh good or ill, Spencer said, that maketh wretch or happy, rich or poor, understanding the five realms of control. Now we shall study the five realms of control which can help you choose and determine the type of destiny you shall have. 1. The power of your mind. It is your mind that is the final arbiter in all things. You may consciously choose anything within reason as your goal in life. And this conscious choice immediately sets into motion events that trigger you into instant action. You may not see the connection between mental and physical action, but it is there. In the reflexes of your nerves and muscles, you cannot make any decision nor feel any emotion, good or bad, without experiencing an anatomical change or without being impelled in the direction of your choice. Examples. A man decides he is going to become rich. He does not know how. Something in his mind impels him to go to real estate school evenings to learn about buying and selling property. In a few weeks or months, armed with this knowledge, he obtains a job in a real estate office. Inspired by his desire to become wealthy and successful, he works harder than most of the other salesmen. In two or three years, he obtains his own real estate broker's license. Soon, he has an opportunity to open an office of his own. And in two more years, he has such a success that he employs 14 salesmen and is on the way to making his first million. Sounds fantastic and impossible, doesn't it? This is a true cast history of a man inspired by these teachings on the West Coast who is now one of the biggest real estate operators in California. There is a definite connecting link between mind and matter. The saying mind over matter is a true one. Your mind has the power to rise above the obstacles 
and negative situations and carve for itself any career you choose. The veteran came back from the war with both arms shot off. He sat for miserable hours in a veteran's hospital, trying to while away the time. Suddenly he got the urge to paint pictures. At this stage, most people would have told him, as many did, forget it. Be grateful to just be alive and have others wait on you. This young man did not take such negative advice. He had someone buy him a paint set, some pieces of canvas board, and then he began to laboriously train himself to hold the paintbrush in his teeth and paint. He was soon turning out saleable paintings and came to the attention of an art dealer who gave him an exhibit in his gallery. The newspapers heard of this work and covered the story. Crowds gathered to see his work. They were so impressed, not with pity, but with genuine interest in the quality of his work, that they bought his paintings. Now this armless genius sells more paintings than he can paint. Grandma Moses and her gift. A frail old lady of 76 got tired of being put on the shelf of life because she had reared her family and was seemingly finished with her life work. Indeed, she seemed so frail that it was thought she would die at any moment. Some mental impulse caused her to try painting. She did so well that soon her paintings were in demand and she made over a million dollars before she died. At the age of 101, Undoubtedly, the new mental inspiration that caused her to take up painting also gave a new life impetus to her body cells and kept her living another quarter of a century of active, useful life. Grandma Moses, as she was affectionately called by friends and the press, proved that mind can shape destiny. I have given these two extreme examples to show you how mind sets up reflex actions of the body and sets one on the path of his destiny. You will probably never have to meet such a challenge as these two persons had in your entire life. A good mind possesses a kingdom, someone has said. When you start action in your mind, you will create a world of your own. 2. Adjusting to nature's laws The second realm of control has to do with adjusting to nature's laws, which you cannot change or control you must adjust to. This is known as adaptation and is one of the basic rules of evolution. Evolution, in the sense in which it is used in this course of study, does not mean that man sprang from the lowly apes. Man was created by God and was always man, but of a lower order in his original state. And he has evolved, as we know scientifically, from the Stone Age to the Atomic Age through this law of adaptation. Example, you cannot change your physical structure. Perhaps you want to be an actor, but you have a nose that is too big, a mouth that is excessively large, or feet that look like canal boats. You give up in discouragement and say, oh well, I'll do something else. But deep within you is the urge to be an actor. Jimmy Schnazola Durante has a nose that is too big, and he adapted his talents to comedy and has made millions. Martha Ray and Joe E. Brown were both born with large mouths and both became famous outstanding comedians and incidentally made fortunes because of these seeming limitations they adjusted to nature's laws Greta Garbo one of our greatest stars of silent days and the early talking pictures was considered too angular her features were irregular and not too beautiful her feet were too big or true beauty and yet she became one of Hollywood's greatest stars she too adjusted herself to nature's laws she accepted her limitations and overcame them 
by persistence. I could quote dozens of Hollywood celebrities who became famous despite their limitations and handicaps. Ernest Borgnine is short, chubby, and unprepossessing, yet he won an Academy Award with Marty. Edward G. Robinson, James Cagney, Betty Davis, Catherine Hepburn, Audrey Hepburn, Charles Lawton, Boris Karloff, and Marie Dressler certainly were no raving beauties, and yet each overcame his or her limitations by persistence, determination, and by using the power of the mind to rise above their limitations. How you can be the best of whatever you are. Make up your mind to be the best of whatever you are. Do not try to force nature to fit your pattern, but choose the pattern of destiny that best fits your nature. If you're too tall or too thin or too fat, adjust yourself to this fact and then rise above it through sheer power of mind and choose the type of career you feel deep within yourself would best suit you. Nine chances out of ten you will succeed. The story is told of a woman who saw a midget advertised in a sideshow of a circus. After paying her quarter to go in, she was indignant to see what appeared to be a normalized short man posing as the midget. She demanded her money back from the manager, saying, Why, that man's no midget. He's at least five feet tall. The quick-witted manager replied, That's the remarkable thing about it, madam. This is the tallest midget in the world. Be the biggest and best of whatever you are, and do not accept limitations on your mind power. 3. The Power of Your Will One of the greatest weapons you possess in the arsenal of mind is the power of your human will. Willpower as used in this study means the power of conscious and deliberate action or choice. You may exercise the power of your will in every choice you make in your life. When you choose a certain type of work, you have used your willpower. If you do not like the work or do not like the limited salary you receive, you have it within your power to exercise your will again and change that work. It may require that you study a new line of work, but it only requires that you consciously make the choice and deliberately decide on the action you will take. You set the wheels of action into motion with this conscious choice. How to exercise your power of will. A. Each day, will yourself to do something that you keep putting off, like writing a letter, asking for a raise, looking for a new job or a new apartment. B. Write down 10 things that you would like to will yourself to do or be in the future. This will be a map or guide to future action. C. Deliberately do something unpleasant because you will it, such as visiting an in-law or relative you dislike. Or go shopping with your wife or husband, whichever the case may be. Make yourself visit three prospective clients who might be interested in your products. This applies to salesmen and other businesses. Choose some event that you do not especially like and force yourself to do it to develop and strengthen your willpower. D. Implement your will by using these three positive principles in your thoughts and speech as much as possible. I will. I can. I am. Every day as often as possible say I will succeed. I will be happy. I will be rich. I will be dynamic. Do the same with I can. I can do that. I can be healthy. I can be young. I can be magnetic and attractive. Then use the I am principle often every day. I am now successful. I am happy. I am young. I am on my way to a great destiny. 
I am loving and kind. 4. Capitalize on your desire and ambition to achieve. The realm of control is implemented by a desire and ambition to achieve a high goal. Your reflex actions will be automatically accelerated by such a mental resolve. If you aim at too low a goal, you can never achieve a high one. But if you aim at a high goal, you will almost certainly achieve a modest one. When you are aspiring to the highest place, it is honorable to reach the second or even the third rank. Cicero. Desire means to long for something, to crave for it and ask for it. You cannot achieve anything worthwhile without asking life for it. Make your desires known to other people. Enlist their aid and support. Seek out people with similar ambitions to your own. Birds of a feather flock together. You must expose yourself to the type of people who can help you achieve that which you desire. Using the law of proximity. The law of proximity works in this respect to help you achieve your high goal in life. Proximity means to put yourself in relationship to the persons and things that you wish to attract. A young man who desires to become a fabulous baseball player would do well to hang out on the practice field to meet those who are interested in the sport, to practice the art of ball playing in every free moment of his time. Eventually, if he has enough ambition and skill, someone will notice his excellence and help him achieve his goal. You will notice that people interested in golfing form clubs and meet with people of a similar interest. Stamp collectors, boating enthusiasts, horse race players, actors, architects, mechanics, all use this law of proximity. They meet and mingle with others who are interested in the things they like. They achieve their goal because someone helps them. You can use this same law in your life. Join a group that is interested in playwriting. If you wish to write plays, Tennessee Williams, who has made a great commercial success in the modern theater, had a 10-year apprenticeship in which he presented his formative plays in little theaters and schools, writing, perfecting, and polishing his lines until they were ready for Broadway. If you're interested in interior decorating, join some study group. Read, study, talk, and live decorating. Subscribe to the magazines that deal in this subject until you make the contacts that can lead you to success in this field. This is the reason why there are clubs for lawyers, doctors, dentists, optometrists, actors, authors, architects, mechanics, scientists, and artists, as well as many other groups, so they can get together and exchange useful ideas and promote their mutual interest to its fullest. Join some helpful group Make it a point early in your career when you have decided what it is you want to become in life to join some helpful group that is working toward the same goal as yourself. Make friends among these people. Some of them will achieve high places and will be able to help you eventually. Do not expect immediate results for sometimes building a lifetime career can take a lifetime. If the goal is a high and worthy one, it will pay you to have patience and wait for the fulfillment of your dream. Ask people to help you. For important people usually feel flattered to have some beginner ask their support and help. The Bible gives this law of asking in these words, ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and the door will be opened to you. For everyone who asks receives, the one who seeks finds. If you will notice the three words, ask, seek, and knock start with the letters ASK 
again emphasizing to ask. 5. Through the power of your imagination. The last principle in our realm of control is that of the power of your imagination. We have studied this elsewhere in this course, but in relation to this subject of controlling your destiny, we shall make the following points. What you picture in your imagination is already real, so far as you are concerned. You have merely to project the inner dream to the outer world of reality by taking steps to make this picture real. Visualization, concentration, and imagination all work together. What you visualize or see with your inner eye and what you concentrate on becomes the pattern that you project in your words and actions to the outer world. Concentrate on your goal. Imagine the details worked out perfectly. Visualize new ways of doing things. And then with this perfect mental pattern in your mind, try to conform to this chosen destiny in everything you think, say, and do. Climbing your ladder of dreams. In your climb up the ladder of dreams that leads to your ultimate destiny, there is a barometer which you may use to see your progress. Those who say, I won't, never begin on the first rung. Those who say, I can, are only 10% up the ladder. Those who say, I don't know, are 20% up. Those who say, I wish I could, are 30% up. Those who say, what is it, are 40% up. Those who say, I suppose I should, are 50% up. Those who say, I might try, are 60% up. Those who say, I think I can, are 70% up. Those who say, I can, are 80% up. Those who say, I will, are 90% up. Those who say, I did, are 100% up the ladder of dreams and achieve their complete destiny. You may choose any of these rungs on the golden ladder of dreams. The choice is up to you. When you can make your choice, you will invoke the aid of your higher mind and you will be propelled in the direction of your destiny by a gravity pull of mind and body that is irresistible and which assures you of complete success. Summary of Law 12 Mind power can help man control and shape his destiny. Mental power, the key to the creation of destiny. The five realms of control for building your future. Overcoming adversity through the power of the mind. Hollywood stars and how they overcame their handicaps and became famous and rich. The power of will, desire, and ambition for changing your life. The ladder of dreams and how to climb for final achievement. Your mind power, as summarized by Anthony Norvell, can and does control and shape your destiny. Oftentimes right now, you are using your mind power subconsciously. So the world seems random and chaotic. You're in the back of the bus, yet the bus is you, and the bus has no driver. You need to step up to the front of the bus and take control, and you use your mind power. There are five forms of control that Norvell outlines here that we should briefly discuss. The first is the power of your mind. Not your brain, but your mind. It's your mind that's the final arbiter. You consciously choose whatever you want to move towards as your goal in life and with this conscious choice you set into motion these events that result in actions and behaviors by you many of you may not see the connection between what you think and the way you act but it's there it's in the reflexes of your nerves 
and muscles. You cannot make any decision nor feel any emotion without experiencing a change in your body and the way you act. That is the power of your mind. It determines what you do and say, and it determines the reality around you. We are not aware of the power that we have, but it is most definitely there. And we are not often aware of the connection between an initial thought and the reality that we see in our world. Oftentimes there's a long delay between those things. And as Neville likes to say, we forget. We forget when we had these thoughts, when we went into those feelings. The power of the mind is all the power. That's where everything starts. It is within your mind. The second thing is very interesting and it's very germane and topical to the channel. Adjusting to nature's laws. We are within a set of rules in this simulation. And so there are algorithms set. There's things that we cannot change or control that are within the realm of third density. And we have to adapt. That is evolution. We're adapting to these changes the way that nature works. I have discussed all of the universal laws and there are many and there are more that we're discussing. These are absolutes, absolutes to the world. The law of attraction, the law of receiving, the law of reciprocity, the law of vibration, the law of rhythm, the law of compensation. There's so many. And when we start to understand and apply these laws, we adapt to them and we can actually use them to our benefit. And we don't do that enough. It sounds boring, but it's true. The third power is the power of your will. Your willpower means the power of conscious and deliberate action or choice. When you're making aware, attentive, conscious actions, you are using your willpower. Each day, if you choose to use this power, you will yourself to do something, something extra, something that moves you towards your goal, something uncomfortable. You write things down that you will yourself to do. It is a choice, and the power of your will is the power behind that choice in making those decisions to avoid being lazy or forgetful and taking control and taking action. The will is about taking action toward what it is you want. The law of attraction includes the word action, and that is where your will comes in. You are willing through your own action, decisive movement towards what it is that you want in this world. The fourth the fourth realm of control is to capitalize on your desire and ambition to achieve. This realm is implemented by a desire and ambition to achieve a high goal. Oftentimes, these authors like to point out desire and ambition. Joseph Murphy was a big proponent of it. It is a specific energy. It is within our cells and atoms that drives us and moves us with this yearning towards what it is we want to achieve, this movement, this gasoline, this fire that pushes us towards what we want. You long for something. You crave that thing. And you have ambition to believe, I can have that. The desire for you is a signal that it is possible. It is a signal that within the quantum field, this thing is real. There is a reality where it will happen. And you make your desires known. You move towards it. You enlist aid and support and you attract those that can help you to achieve it. And that is where you gain control through this ambition and desire. And they mention the law of proximity as a part of this, which is very important. 
especially in the past. If you wanted to be a screenwriter, you had to move to Los Angeles. When I moved to Los Angeles to be a screenwriter, it was because that's where screenwriters lived. That's where you could find people that would purchase your screenplay. And oftentimes when you're around other people that are doing the thing that you want, through that very law of proximity, it rubs off on you. If you have five friends that are the way that you want, they rub off on you. You become like the people that you are around. That is the law of proximity. And the final realm of control is the power of your imagination. We've heard about imagination in many episodes through many different authors. The one that obviously comes to mind is Neville Goddard, who explained that we are all imagination, that God is imagination, that when we go into our minds and utilize the power of our imagination, we are utilizing the power of God. This power is all-encompassing and has the ability to conceive of anything instantaneously. Have you really tested and worked with your imagination fully? It is beyond any supercomputer. The things that you can accomplish with your imagination are limitless and beyond the realm of even understanding. When you use visualization, concentration, and imagination together, what you visualize or see with your inner eye and what you concentrate on becomes a pattern that you project into the world that becomes a reality. I know that sounds so cliche and repetitive. Maybe I've mentioned it on every single episode, but you can never forget. It is the most important realization because it is the secret of life and all things can come to you if you can realize this wonderful realization and climb up the ladder of your dreams. I love this. You start from I won't to I can to I don't know to I wish I could to what is it to I suppose I should to I might try to I think I can to I can to I will to I did and you climb up that ladder with your words, thoughts, and actions, visualizing, concentrating, and imagining, and whatever it is that you want in your destiny is brought about with the power of your mind, utilizing these realms of control. You can find all episodes of The Reality Revolution at therealityrevolution.com. Check out my art. We have hundreds of new and wonderful paintings available now, and we have perfected this amazing process of creating magic with these paintings, and I absolutely love to share it with you. You can find that at www.newearth.art. I'm sending all my love and all my light to everyone listening and imagining the vibration of my voice going into your ears and through your soul to awaken the wonderful light being within you that you are, the God within you. Thank you so much for sharing this short little segment of your day with me, and welcome to the Reality Revolution.